0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 335, recorded live on Saturday, November 23rd, 2013. And here are your hosts. The man who's going to have a holiday bonanza this week, Dave Poulet. Woo! The man who's only going to have uh, two Thanksgivings, Andy Lowe. Hi.
1: I mean, I'm only having two Thanksgivings as well. They're just in different
0: states. Well, I but you're also having Hanukkah.
1: True. But so are you.
0: I don't celebrate Hanukkah.
1: No, but Second Thanksgiving, which is two days after Thanksgiving, will be the third night of Hanukkah.
0: Are you saying we're going to celebrate Hanukkah at Second Thanksgiving?
1: I mean, it would be a pretty good opportunity, don't you think?
0: I've never actually celebrated. I don't know what you do to celebrate Hanukkah.
1: (laughs) Um, I'll walk you through it. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. You were at my bar mitzvah, weren't you?
0: Yes, yes I was. Okay,
1: so you, you, uh, you've already got a primer for it, believe it or not.
0: I went to your bar mitzvah. Yep. Then I went to hockey practice, <laughs> which was not yeah. the smartest move I've ever done.
1: No, because there was a lot of food in my bar mitzvah. There
0: was a lot of... I, I, I um, threw did up you in the locker room.
1: It. Yeah, <laughs> hockey practice?
0: Especially so we, as soon as we started doing wind sprints. I did like three of them, and I'm just like, I'll be back.
1: Like, uh, <laughs> it's like,
0: oh, it's like all this food is so delicious, and then I'm just like, mmm. so much food
1: was not delicious the second time.
0: No, no, it wasn't.
1: Poor Andy, yeah, it's uh, you know, Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and second Thanksgiving.
0: We, Still Hanukkah. Should we describe Second Thanksgiving for anybody who has not been around the show for, for the year. past year?
1: Sure. So Thanksgiving, the idea, of course, is that you uh, see your family and you spend time with your family and, you know, whatever, American holiday. Um, but what happened was that all of my friends who had moved away kept coming back to the state to see their family for, for Thanksgiving. And so I decided to throw a second Thanksgiving that weekend while they were all still in town. So Thanksgiving is when you spend time with your, your family. And second Thanksgiving is when you get to see your friends. It's a good idea. Yep. Of course, now I don't live in that state.
0: So you have now become your own friend coming back yeah, into yeah. town to see family.
1: Yep. Basically because all of our families still live in the same place. We all still come back to the same place.
0: So, uh, side funny. And side note: Turns out my boss's parents, yeah, live behind Costco off of State Street. Oh, okay. That so was your boss will be in town too. I don't know.
1: I, I'd prefer not to invite your boss to second Thanksgiving. Well, no, you don't, don't invite
0: him to thanks, second Thanksgiving. He's my boss. So that yeah, that wouldn't work. So the no. holiday season is upon us.
1: It is, which means.
0: That Black after Friday. this, I was going to say after this episode, we switched to the holiday theme.
1: Oh, that's right. We have a holiday theme from the one-ups.
0: Yes, we have two holiday themes. We have the Halloween one, which I play in October, and then it's back to the normal theme for most of November until we hit Thanksgiving, and then it's the Christmas theme, and then the New Year's episode theme, and then back to normal. Back again. to
1: normal. Wow, so from like October on, it's, it's just kind of themed
0: well, no, because like I said, there's a few weeks in November that are still normal. Mm-hmm. Unless you can somehow think of a Thanksgiving theme that I could well, play that's, during That's what November. I was about
1: to say, is like, maybe we should start coming up with other themes and have no normal and just have themes all year. God,
0: you know how much work that would be? A, to figure out what songs you would want to play, and B, see if they're actually allowed to be played. Or contact
1: the artists and get permission. True like we did for the three themes that we do, or two themes that we do.
0: Um, well, uh, the one theme, we contacted the artist. The sec- well, no, you're right. We contacted Johnny. So right. You're right. Two out of the three. Well, two out of the four, because it's normal.
1: Normal is, is
0: the... Johnny. Yep. Johnny Nero coming, uh, yep. Ding, the last track out of his debut album. Yep. Available on SoundCloud. <laughs> Well, I feel like I should give him a plug just in case, in case anybody wants that more music. of or the more music. of his
1: music because yeah. it's good music,
0: very good music. You can search is he still, for Johnny is he still Nero writing? on SoundCloud.
1: Is he still writing music?
0: I don't know. I have not paid attention in a while. I haven't actually listened to much music in a while. Really? Yeah. Why? Why well, haven't listened to music? Yeah. Because what, I've are you, been,
1: what are you listening to?
0: Um, this podcast called uh, This Week in Radio Tech, put on by a handful of radio engineers. And I decided to start back at the very beginning, and they have about 200-some-odd episodes. Okay. So instead of listening to the music while I'm at work, I've been listening to the podcast and slowly working my way through the back catalog. Oh, my apologies. It's not SoundCloud. It's Bandcamp. So yes, you can buy the uh, our track, the closing song of our podcast from Bandcamp.:
1: Evidently, Johnny is indeed still producing music, but quote in a way <laughs> so I'll see if I can dig up more information on that later. Okay, so and I'm excited for second Thanksgiving. and are Thanksgiving.
0: You, are you planning on doing any shopping for Black Friday? Uh
1: I'm buying a house, so no. no, okay. It's kind of unfortunate because it would be a really good time to do Black Friday shopping in the sense that I will have a place for it all and there's a lot of stuff that I need because I'm buying a house. At the same time, I'm buying a house. Probably just going to wait. It's a good call. I'll get a MasterCard before next year and then I'll use the price protection on the MasterCard and just do my Black Friday shopping early. (laughs) Did you see that?
0: No, but I understand what they mean where you'd buy it early and then wait until the Black Friday prices, and then go, wait a second, this was cheaper later.
1: Yep. A lot of credit card companies offer price protection where you send them the print ad, and they will reduce the price that you paid.
0: The one downside I could see to that is there's probably a loophole where some of the doorbuster deals have um, individual SKUs for just that item. So the credit card company could claim that it is a different product because it has a different SKU number.
1: They could. That would kind of suck.
0: Believe me, with all the amount of stuff that I was doing at work with SKU numbers. Oh,
1: when you were at Best Buy?
0: No, no, when I was at work this week.
1: Oh, this week. What were you doing with SKUs at work this week?
0: Uh, adjusting SKUs because people had requested different SKUs for different products. Okay. it was actually on the product.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: I'm glad that's over. So, uh Xbox One launch. Yay. Remember how uh, Microsoft said, hey, Sony, congratulations on the launch?
1: Yeah, and it was really classy and pretty amazing, and we were all excited, going like, aw, maybe it's like the signal of a new era of cooperating during competing.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Because uh, hours before the Xbox One's global launch, PlayStation on their Facebook page posted this. Why settle for 720p next-gen games when almost every PS4 game supports full native 1080p? See what PS4 owners are saying.
1: So... Uh, <laughs> uh, Sony...
0: Damn it. It was posted, and then later taken down, and congratulatory tweets were made by um, Sony's higher-ups. Still, it was posted on the internet, therefore it lives it forever. It
1: exists, right. Like, that's... Oh,
0: Sony. Oh, okay. Yeah, this goes even better. Okay, so the uh, the congratulatory tweets were posted, but then later, uh, another post was on Facebook saying, the PS4 is built-in game streaming on YouTube and Twitch. So, it was like, hey, look, the PS4 can stream on Ustream and Twitch. You know, after Microsoft said, yeah, we're not doing the game streaming until 2014. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Sony. I'm not pleased. So one hand of Sony is like, yeah, we should congratulate them. And then other people are like, no.
1: No, they are competitor. They are evil. Well, I mean, Andy, you and I have had the answer to this for some time. We both agreed on the answer to this. We did? Yeah. Do you not
0: remember? You know I don't remember things.
1: Not by either one.
0: True. That will work.
1: I mean that that was our solution to the which next gen system to buy. The answer is don't buy either one. At least not yet. Maybe later.
0: How is your PS3 handling?
1: Uh it's back in its box, packed up ready to move to the new house. Ah. <laughs> I'm having a lot of difficulty getting into Grand Theft Auto 5. Really? Yeah, GTA 4 I was able to just like sit down and drop into it and start playing and it was a fun, fun game. Mhm. GTA 5 has been I feel a little lost. And and just I haven't been able to to invest in it emotionally to the point of where I care
0: what happens to these characters. I can see that. Well, we'll talk about Assassin's Creed 4 when I review that today. Ooh. Now that I've had time to actually get into it, I'm uh currently 30% through.
1: Okay. Well, so, when we get to the review, yes. Which is not yet. No, no it's not. We have a lot of time before then.
0: Yes, yes we do.
1: We should probably start filling that time with topics.
0: Yes, what would you like to talk about?
1: Uh, well, so we mentioned the Xbox One launch. There were, of course, day one thefts, but nothing.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: Nothing too major. Um, How about John Carmack? Do you know who John Carmack is, Andy?
0: The co-founder of id?
1: Yep. Do you know what John Carmack has done?
0: Was it... um. No, it wasn't Doom, was it?
1: Yes, it was Doom.
0: It was Doom, that's what I thought.
1: Yeah, pretty sure it was Doom. (laughs) John Carmack. Yeah, Wolfenstein, Doom, Commander Keen, Quake.
0: Yeah, those classic, classic Classic ids. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you know what John Carmack has done now?
0: Uh, according to this news article, became a rocket engineer.
1: A rocket engineer?
0: Yeah, he uh, started up a company called Armadillo Aerospace.
1: Okay. So this is a different article than the one that I saw, which said that he's moving to work on Oculus Rift.
0: Oh, no, he's also moving to, he's, he, uh... Oh, is he doing both? Yeah. Well, technically, when he started working at Oculus Rift, he said, yes, I'm going to divide my time between all three of these, id, Armadillo Aerospace, and Oculus but now he's decided to leave one of those three.
1: So he's leaving id to focus on his rocket company and a VR headset. Yes. Does anyone else see concern in this?
0: The man who started up some of the most famous FPSs?
1: Is building rockets and doing virtual reality headsets.
0: I don't know. It's, what has id done lately? That's what I want to know.
1: See, Doom 3 was years ago. Yes. The software
0: doom 3 was 2004 wolfenstein 3d classic 2009 doom classic 2009 quake live 2010 rage hd 2010 rage 2011
1: there you go rage
0: bfg edition 2012
1: and there's a new wolfenstein game for 2014 yes oh that's not them that's an external developer
0: oh they just sold the license
1: yeah so they did rage that was that was one of the last things they
0: did back many years ago age? Well, a couple of years ago.
1: 2011?
0: A couple of years ago. We'll just two say. years ago. That's a couple. Two is a couple.
1: Two is indeed a couple, but two years ago.
0: So it hasn't been doing anything for two years.
1: Besides working on Doom 4. Andy, how long do you think that it takes to make one of these games?
0: Probably a while.
1: This is not like a bunch of people sit down in, in a garage and hash out a game in a weekend.
0: Those there are, are game jams games. for that.
1: Yeah, those are mobile games and game jams. But a game like Doom 4, which they are working on, takes a little bit of time.
0: Like the time between GTA 4 and GTA 5. Right. Or how many different developers Assassin's Creed has got going on just to try and pump out a game a year.
1: Which we will talk about later, I assume. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Keeps coming back to Assassin's Creed.
0: So he's leaving id Software. Um I think it's, is it really newsworthy?
1: It's interesting to know where he's going.
0: Yes. I don't, how much uh, handle is he going to have on the Oculus Rift right now, though? Because isn't it supposed to start coming out next year?
1: I mean, the dev kits are out, so yeah.
0: So how much, he probably won't have too much of a hand in this first version, but hopefully, maybe in future versions, be able to handle himself.
1: Well, I mean, he can still direct a lot of things with the version, like uh, where are they going to advertise? Who are they going to try and partner with? Things like that. What's more interesting to me is Oculus Oculus Rift's quote from earlier, I think last week, saying next-gen consoles aren't powerful enough for us. Really? Yep. They are not going to focus on next-gen consoles and compatibility. They're going to be looking at PC gaming and the, like, Ongoing development and top-tier stuff.
0: Which actually could lead into another article that I found. Go ahead. Valve is going to reveal its own virtual reality headset next year. Ooh,
1: beyond Oculus?
0: Yes. Uh,
1: that, seems, that seems dangerous. Like, that seems almost like Nintendo and Sony with, hey, help us design this. Oh, never mind, we don't want it, we're going to make our own. <laughs> Like, that seems a little, meh, kind of not-so-cool, Valve.
0: Okay, so in uh, January, at the Steam Dev Days, their little developer conference that Valve is setting up, There is a session called what VR could, should, and almost certainly will be within two years. And the description of said session is, we figured out what affordable virtual reality hardware will be capable of within a couple of years and assembled a prototype which demonstrates that such VR hardware is capable of stunning experiences.
1: Hmm. I don't know, I'd almost wish that they just, like, offered Oculus help. But then again, you know, competition.
0: Competition breeds... Innovation. Innovation. Right. But then there's also the point of having too much competition just creates a fractured market.
1: Well, but right now, Andy, how many companies are there?
0: Two. There's two, two companies. Which two? Well, you have Oculus and then maybe Valve.
1: Right. So really there's one and possibly two.
0: There's a one and a half.
1: So I wouldn't worry about fracturing the market just yet.
0: True. I also love how the Oculus team will actually have be part of a uh, session during the dev days called Virtual Reality and Steam. Ooh,
1: wait, Oculus is having that?
0: Yes, they're going to be part of that session. Huh. So things could get interesting there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, so... We were going to present, and then Valve announced that they're going to be a competitor. Huh. Um. Awkward.
0: But it's honestly... If you're doing PC gaming right now... Don't you almost have to talk to Steam?
1: No. You could do Desura, good old games. You can still buy direct from manufacturer.
0: You could, but isn't like the the thing now is to have Steam integration?
1: You could do Origin. Really? No.
0: You could do Origin, and then I could smack you on the back of the head.
1: You could do Origin and cry and weep. That said, in all fairness, Origin sucks, but so did Steam when it first came out.
0: True. There's a lot of things that EA does that suck and haven't and, gotten better. And
1: they don't get better, yeah. How's that lawsuit going? Oh, the NCAA, EA yeah, sucking the NCAA and not one? getting better.
0: Okay, so remember how we said that EA had settled, right? Right. And the collegiate licensing company also had settled. Yep. For a total of... Uh, A lot of money. $40 million. Yeah. Um, The NCAA now has actually filed suit to stop the settlement. What? Yeah.
1: What? Oh. Okay. NCAA isn't going to get any of the money, are they?
0: No, no, because the NCAA is also getting sued. It's the players. The former players were suing EA, the Collegiate Licensing Company, and the NCAA. Those were the three people who were basically... right. The defendants. So,
1: so what, the NCAA doesn't want them to settle because they don't want to have to pay.
0: Well, they, I think they don't want to be the only one left in the litigation.
1: Right. They're they're going to lose the litigation, and they don't want to have to pay.
0: Yeah. So they're saying that this whole settlement um, was a breach of contractual obligations between EA, the CLC, and the NCAA. Um. No. <laughs> Yeah, the NCAA alleges that EA did not maintain liability insurance that was sufficient to cover pending third-party claims, including attorney fees, that the NCAA has already incurred in defending against those claims.
1: Sucks for the NCAA. So, let me get this straight. Yes. A bunch of players sue the CLC, the licensing. The
0: the CLC, the 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 NCAA, and the EA.
1: Yeah. EA settles. CLC settles. Yes. NCAA turns to the two other parties that have said, Nope, we're done, here's your money and said, Fuck you, get back in here. Yes. And is suing them to bring them back in. Yes. As opposed to just settling.
0: Yes. The NCAA alleges that EA and the CLC reached the settlement without telling the NCAA and that despite the NCAA's repeated requests, they have refused to provide information to the NCAA regarding the settlement. Wow. So the NCAA really wants to keep this fight going for some odd reason, and they don't want to do it alone.
1: Right. Well, I, I think they don't want to keep the fight going, they just don't want to be the only ones in it, because they're going to have to pay out the ass.
0: Yes. And they've already, quote-unquote, spent millions of dollars in attorney's fees and costs.
1: Well, buy cheaper attorneys. It's
0: the NCAA. They probably have, you know... Harvard-level former athlete attorneys or something.
1: Then buy cheaper attorneys. Look, if it's a case that you're really going to lose, you don't cut, need to hire the best. Lawsuits.
0: Yeah. So, other lawsuits. Mm-hmm. The Apple-Samsung lawsuit is still going on. So, before the, uh, th- there was, what, last year, Apple supposedly won $1.505 billion. yeah. And then the judge reduced that amount to four hundred and fifty million. Yes. So that was that was the first trial. Then there was the second trial that was going on, just to determine the damages, where the the jury didn't have to decide whether or not Samsung had infringed, but how much they owed Apple. So the results of the second trial is Samsung now owes an additional two hundred and ninety million. Oh, on top of the four hundred and fifty million.
1: Oh, two hundred ninety million really. How much was the price of an iPhone?
0: Price of an iPhone was what, 500, 600 bucks?
1: So, of 295 million, if you were to divide that by the number of iPhones, like to come out with the number of iPhones, right? Okay. So, fine. 290 million, right? Okay. Divided by the $600 per iPhone. We'll even call it $400. How's that? Sure. 725,000 iPhones. They are claiming, according to these damages, 725,000 people bought a Samsung device over an iPhone device.
0: Uh, Oh, here we go. In another uh, article about these, I'm starting to dig through some of the related articles. Apple estimates, this is Apple's estimation, it would have sold 360,000 more devices if Samsung hadn't infringed on its patents and that Samsung produced a total of 10.7 million, quote-unquote, infringing phones.
1: Price seems a little steep.
0: Yeah. Apple was actually hoping to get uh, $380 million in damages, but only got 290
1: Price seems a little steep.
0: I know, and we're not even over yet. because There's more? Well, yes. Okay, so first off, Samsung filed an emergency motion to stay the uh, ruling of after course. the patents office said an Apple patent important to the case might not be valid. So that's pending. Um, this trial also only affected, uh, affected the Samsung Fascinate Galaxy S3 4G, the Galaxy S2, Showcase, Mesmerize, and Vibrant. So there's going to be a second patent trial based on the newer products of the iPhone 5 and the Galaxy S4 scheduled for March of next year. So this is still going, going. on. Uh,
1: really, by buying a Samsung phone at this point, you're just paying Apple.
0: But I really don't want an Apple phone.
1: You're not buying an Apple phone. You're just paying Apple.
0: You're paying Apple to buy a, Sam- a okay. Samsung phone. Yep, I get you.
1: I need to know when my phone is off contract. Is there a nice, easy way to tell that?
0: I don't know. You're through Sprint, right? Yeah. Are you trying to get off of Sprint?
1: No. want a new phone.
0: Well, don't they have that Sprint up, you can update at any time contract thing that everybody else is doing?
1: Yeah, but I don't think I got that one.
0: Hmm. So speaking of uh, money... Shifting from company to company. Mozilla announced their annual uh, report from last year, financial report. And? 90% of their revenue yeah. comes from Google.
1: Oh dear, like Google ads?
0: I think it's a contract that Mozilla has signed with Google to use them as a search engine. Mm,
1: right, because when you do a search in the title bar of Firefox...
0: It goes through Google.
1: It searches Google. That's...
0: Wow. Okay, so the um, 2011 total number was 139 million from Google to Mozilla. Last year, the number was almost 280 million.
1: These numbers really don't make any sense.
0: Why is like Google they, paying Mozilla so much money?
1: Well, I mean, that's nothing for Google.
0: No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's still a lot for you know for Google. Anybody else?
1: Right, but my point is, like, I, I have no comprehension of what these numbers really represent do you what do you mean what could you buy with that money
0: (laughs) a lot of many things but not a lot of other things
1: right so what is that number like i don't know what that number is my brain actually cannot comprehend those numbers
0: it's it's, god we've been throwing around these millions and billions of dollars it's just come numb to the issue can't believe these companies are just
1: throwing around that much money okay
0: Well, most of it probably goes to the C-level executives.
1: Uh Uh-oh. I know where this one's going. Yes?
0: The uh, Swiss vote that's happening this month? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I
1: kind of like this, actually. This is a good idea.
0: Okay, so for those who uh, don't know, the Swiss country, country of Switzerland, is going to be voting on November, I think, like, 24th, sometime soon, to limit CEOs' pays, or just basically, like, C-level executive pays to 12 times that of the company's lowest paid worker.
1: Now, there are some issues with this. I mean, when you say the company's lowest paid worker, what about the hourly guy who only worked like 40 hours the entire year?
0: My guess is, okay, so the easiest way to get around this is The lowest salaried worker. My guess is salaried worker.
1: But when you get to the lowest salary worker, well, what does that mean? And, you know, when do I... When is it actually salary versus an hourly wage, and...
0: Plus, how do you contact the the people who are run through a temp agency, who are not technically a worker of the company? Yep. Because I can can tell you that where I'm working, I'd say only about a quarter of the people who are actually working there...
1: Work for the company.
0: Work for the company. All the other ones working through temp agencies. That was actually a good thing that um, when I was working the HR department at Hydroaluminum, the uh, union was complaining about the number of temporary workers that were on the floor, and there was actually a clause in the contract that you were only allowed to have x number percentage of temporary workers compared to hired union workers mm-hmm. but yeah, this is twelve times the pay of the minimum worker this would that would still make you you know yeah it's still you'd still be millionaires.
1: Right, if if your lowest paid worker is making a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is pretty high, actually. I mean that's that's not That's
0: pretty high, yeah. Uh
1: you're making one point two million a year.
0: All right, well let's just okay, so minimum wage Michigan's what, seven forty now?
1: Somewhere around there. Seven forty times forty times fifty two.
0: Yep, seven forty times fifty. Well, times forty times by fifty two. Fifteen thousand three hundred and ninety two, that's it? Is that right?
1: Yes, Andy. That's what a minimum wage worker makes. 40 hours
0: a week, 296 a week, times 552. Wow.
1: Yeah. If you're paying someone minimum wage at your company, you should be making no more than...
0: $184,000 a year. Yep. I think the guys at Walmart would probably be upset about this if we try to do this in the United States.
1: Oh, there's no way this would pass Congress. No. No way. This would pass cro- Congress because everyone would pay their congr- uh, congressmen to vote it down.
0: Well, then also you'd have to try and figure out because the states have different minimum wages. Like, do you, uh, where technically is the company based? Well, "Quote unquote."
1: I mean, we just need a, a national minimum wage. Yes, there actually is a federal minimum wage.
0: I know, and isn't it lower than seven forty?
1: Yeah, it's like seven fifteen.
0: <laughs> I know this is not really a, a tech. Or a gaming topic, but still, this is uh, something.
1: Oh, but we, we do more than tech and gaming here.
0: True. We did talk about curling for a bit there.
1: Right. We Shuster. talked about many things. What?
0: Schuster won.
1: Who the hell is Schuster? The
0: Never guy agree. who sucked it up so bad in the last Olympics that they benched him for a game.
1: Okay, but if he won the, the U.S. Nationals, yes. then he's the best we've got. Like, by definition, the best we've got.
0: I know, unfortunately.
1: Well, Andy, maybe in a year you could go and try out four, or four years.
0: On a completely side note, one of these days I feel like I should somehow just attach myself to whatever chat is going on between you and Kate on the side.
1: No no chat going on. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I'm seeing a freaking chat window with your name on it on her computer.
1: I'm not doing anything. I'm listening to you talk about uh, this guy named Schuster, (laughs) which evidently your wife has heard tons about lately.
0: Yeah, she probably has.
1: So, but yeah, like, by definition, isn't he the best we've got?
0: Unfortunately, yes. By definition, he was the one.
1: (laughs) Then you shouldn't be angry at him, Andy. (laughs) He sucked last time. Maybe he'll do better this time. It's been four years. True. And you know what? If you really don't like what he does, maybe you should try out instead. Also true. Just be careful with those. Oftentimes, when I say something like that, it has a tendency to work out. <laughs> Gamers Forgiving is coming up.
0: Gamers Forgiving?
1: Gamers Forgiving. Gamers Outreach Foundation's annual event.
0: Isn't that in February? Yep. Okay. Speaking of charity organizations and video games.
1: Desert Bus.
0: Yeah, I completely forgot to mention this last week, and my apologies on that one. Okay. So last year, Desert Bus raised $443,630. This year, they raised $521,450.
1: So half a million dollars.
0: Half a million dollars in one week.
1: In one week, playing Desert Bus.
0: The worst game ever.
1: Which Penn and Teller, well, I don't know about Teller, but Penn has said, like, he's never played it, never wants to play it. It looks so boring.
0: Yeah, <laughs> since 2007, Devizor Bus has raised more than $1.7 million. Wow.
1: And a full quarter of that, almost a third of it, came from this year. Yeah. Those guys are crazy.
0: How far did they drive this year? Let's just see.
1: How many times did they crash?
0: I don't know. They bust for six days and eleven hours. Oh, oh! I, I
1: six days and eleven hours of sitting there tapping left. left Every few seconds, yeah. Left, 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 left for six days doing nothing else. You should just get a robot to play Desert Bus.
0: That. That's only half the fun of Desert Bus, All the stuff that happens outside of the game.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's their stream. It's what's going on in the, the studio while they're doing it. Yeah. That's the fun part to watch. God damn that game. But they raised a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yay, for charity. Yay. It's a charitable time of year. Mm-hmm. Child's play should be starting up.
0: Child I think child's play is just always ongoing now.
1: Well it's it's always there, but they have like a season that they do stuff childsplaycharity.org. It was a donation widget. And that is it. That is the full extent of their page right now. Because you have to sign in to do anything else.
0: Ah. So speaking of signing in. Yeah. Authentication. Yeah. Seems Whatever. the University of, oh, sorry, Iowa State University. Don't yeah. want to get University of Iowa and Iowa State confused. Oh, man, the hate mail on that one would just be crazy.
1: The hate mail from, like, the three people? Probably. Okay.
0: Um, they had a series of 90-minute typing tests carried out by 2,000 people. Yeah. They found out they could identify the user within a half percent margin of error based on their typing pattern.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: So the idea is that the, you could use this as uh, user authentication.
1: As continue like, without stopping. Right, it's as soon as the typing pattern changes, yes. you know someone else is there. Yes. I don't, I don't know how much I like that.
0: Because, yeah, Kay just pointed out, what happens if you're sleepy?
1: Right, or if you're in a new program and you're unfamiliar with the layout. Oh, yeah. Or you have to type a different passage than what you're used to.
0: Or I break my hand.
1: Or you break your hand. that's the nice thing about passwords, and this was, you know, passwords are vulnerable, but passwords aren't dependent on my body remaining whole.
0: (laughs) It's just like that biometric thing on the iPhone. Well, what happens if somebody cuts off your hand?
1: You can still use your password. Yeah. Right, but it's that you still have the password. You can use that. So... Passwords are are vulnerable, but I mean, this is kind of cool. And yeah, it it would be appropriate in some situations. I've heard of other uh, biometrics where it's like how they speak, how they look, how many times they blink, where they're looking on the screen.
0: That's a little crazy.
1: Yep, We are very, you know, what what they always told you growing up, Andy, you're very unique and special. They had no idea. Yeah,
0: they seemed that was very true.
1: We are incredibly unique beings. We all have our own movement patterns, our own speech patterns, our own thought patterns.
0: Oh, in case you're wondering, Child's Play this year started on November first. Okay. And they've already ranged almost a million dollars.
1: Did you sign into their page?
0: No, I just looked at the latest news. Oh, well fine. Be that way. Well, okay then.
1: Be smart and inquisitive.
0: I looked at the cookie. Have? I love how the Cookie Brigade now is actually like an actual serious website.
1: Oh, the Cookie Brigade. I always loved it when they made gluten-free stuff.
0: So, yeah, that's uh, a little creepy with that the fact that the computer could tell that I'm me because of how I type.
1: How you type, how you use the mouse.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Holy crap. So, you remember uh, Star Citizen that I've talked about from time to time? Yes crowdfunding game? Yes. They've continued their crowdfunding. They're going to continue it until basically it launches. 29 million dollars.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. I'm going to need a new computer for this game.
0: Are you considered an indie developer still even if you raise, you know, plus
1: 29 million dollars? Yeah. Um, I mean they they aren't working with a publisher.
0: So they're technically
1: Wasn't, wasn't that the the cutoff, right? I think so. You're an indie developer until you work with a publisher? What happens when you become a publisher? (laughs) I don't know. I can't... Like, wow. Wow. Just, that's so much money. It looks gorgeous, by the way. Because I've got access to the... Not the alpha, but the like concept alpha.
0: The concept of...
1: <laughs> so it's, it's called the hangar, where it's the engine of the game and some of the assets.
0: It's where they throw all... It's basically a visual representation of their server. <laughs> it's like a visual representation storing, of what
1: you've bought from them.
0: Storing their files.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's what you've bought from them.
0: Mm. So
1: I have two ships. So I can go in my hangar and look at my two ships and run around my two ships and get into my two
0: ships. But not do anything.
1: I cannot fly my two ships, but I can get into the cockpit and walk around them.
0: So you currently have virtual models. Yeah. Okay. But Andy? Yeah?
1: It's gorgeous. Okay. I I am going to get a new computer just specifically because of this game. Okay. It's going to happen. I might also get new monitors.
0: So when I create the podcast, I edit the uh, ID3 file. Yeah. Of the MP3. I use Winamp to do it because that's the easiest one. Oh. Really? Yeah. Do you okay. have an easier way to edit the ID3 files of an MP3 outside of Winamp?
1: Uh Yeah, it's called MP3tag.
0: I don't have that, but I have Winamp.
1: Or what's the other one? What did I call it? Dang it. Tagjet. Tagjet is actually the the was it Tagjet? No, MP3tag I think was the really good one. Yep, MP3tag.
0: Okay, well, that's not part of the story I was trying to get at, though.
1: I know. Winamp, however, which has been an audio player for, oh, God, they've got to be almost 20 years at least.
0: Well, AOL bought them back in 1999. So it's uh, 15 years, according to the article.
1: Well, that's when AOL bought them, was 15 years ago. How long were they around before that?
0: Let's consult the Tome of Knowledge.
1: Go, go, wiki. Initial release, 1997. Okay. 16 years. Mm Mm-hmm. 16 years. They were the best MP3 player for a long time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And they are shutting down.
0: Their reasoning is the fact that they were mismanaged by AOL when AOL bought them for a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Although... I mean, mismanaged for the last
0: fourteen years. I guess so. I, don't I think guess that's it really hasn't...
1: mismanagement at that point. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but if if you lasted fourteen years, that's not mismanaged. No. But yeah, man, fall of a giant. Yep. That's December twentieth. So,
0: if you want Winamp, download, download it before it then.
1: It'll be. I mean, there will be copies floating around. True. But it's gone. What's left? iTunes. iTunes.
0: Unfortunately, iTunes.
1: iTunes. Why is iTunes so damn good?
0: It's not, but it's connected to Apple, therefore.
1: No, like, it's because, see, you and I are are backwards on this. I actually like iTunes as a program. I think that the the programming sucks. It's very error-prone. But what it's designed to do, I really like. In particular, smart playlists.
0: Oh, the smart playlists, if you can understand them, can help you out a bunch.
1: Yeah, I love smart playlists. I hate the fact that it's attached to Apple. I hate the fact that Apple clearly, like, they're they're programmers. I don't know if it's just because I'm running it on Windows or something, but they did not know what they were doing. It crashes all the time. I can't even run it on my laptop. I try and open it, and it's just like, nope. Even after a full uninstall and reinstall, try and run it, nope, crash, Smart playlist though. If only Winamp had done that. Device integration, podcasting.
0: It's just a bit annoying.
1: It's so annoying. My personal favorite is the, uh, hey, there's a new version out. Do you want to upgrade? Yes, cancel, with a little checkbox for never show me this again. You know what happens when you click the never show this again and cancel? What? It shows it to you again. And again, and That always
0: happens to me every time it updates. Yep. Which means is the update removing the preference file? Which makes no sense. All right, the last bit of news. It seems the LG Smart TV is logging information about you and sending it back to LG.
1: Oh, God, I saw that. I, oh, man. What the hell are they going to do with that information?
0: I don't know.
1: So it logs when you change the channel. It logs what channel you go to. That I can kind of understand. I could understand... Uh, cable companies being very interested in that.
0: Yes, exactly. But your cable box does that anyway.
1: Right. But logging the file names of the files on a USB file stick that's plugged into the TV and sending the file names? What the hell? What possible use do they have for the file names on my thumb drive? I don't know. The best part, the best part is that not only do they do this without telling anyone, but if you say, don't do this in the settings, it still does it.
0: Yeah, there's, there's literally a, a box in there that says, turn off, or a collection of watching info, you can turn it off. It does it anyway.
1: Yeah, they, they still actually collect it.
0: Now, th- at the moment, the website that the data is getting posted to doesn't in fact exist.
1: So it's just going to nowhere?
0: It's going to a non-existent page at the moment. But that doesn't mean, you know, LG Tomorrow couldn't, you know, put something on on. that website.
1: Yeah, Couldn't just turn it on and start going. God damn LGs.
0: Also, the data is sent in uh, clear text unencrypted.
1: Well, I'm not buying an LG TV. (laughs) That's good to know.
0: Especially since one of the hot uh, hot items this year is the uh, 56-inch LG TV from Best Buy for Black Friday.
1: Yep, not buying that. (laughs) <laughs> of course, I'm not doing Black Friday shopping. So, yes. buying a house is expensive, Andy.
0: I love how he, uh, the guy, sent a, an email to LG asking about the, their comment on the data collection, profiling, like, yada yada yada. Yeah. And the response was, uh, we have escalated your issue to report it to LG's UK head office. The the advice we have been given is that you unfortunately, the advice we have been given is that unfortunately, as you accepted the terms and conditions on your TV, your concerns would be best directed to the retailer. No, (laughs) no, no, it wouldn't be.
1: Um, No, this is a problem for LG, not for Best Buy. Yeah. You want to leave this to the retailer, you may very well soon find yourself without retailers. God damn it, LG. Dumb shits.
0: (sighs) Ridiculousness. Stupid companies.
1: Stupid things.
0: Yes. Oh, and one last bit. The uh, NFL and the Major League Baseball associations have joined up with the four broadcasters to try and fight the Aereo. They're saying if the Aereo becomes legal, they're going to remove all sporting events... From, From over, the, the, over air. the air broadcasters.
1: This is the one where like I buy quote unquote an over the air antenna. Yes. And it's stored in some warehouse. Yes.
0: And, and then you pay eight dollars a month to stream it. Yes.
1: What did they why did the why did the baseball players the baseball association care?
0: Because they say this is going to reduce the their bargaining power with their contracts.
1: You know, I, I almost say it would be worth it actually. Like if they say that if they if they remove it from the air, they really aren't actually hurting people because really who watches those over the air anymore?
0: Well, technically I would have to if I wanted to watch Tiger games cuz somehow we are still considered in market for them.
1: Oh, so they're not on the
0: Nope, if I, I cuz I went to go and try and watch some of the games on the MLB app and they're like, "I'm sorry. You are an in-market customer."
1: Because you already have access to this, we're not going to let you pay for extra access to this.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Jesus, these people are greedy and vicious and stupid.
0: And they're stuck in their ways.
1: Whatever happened to do what's best for the customer? Like, was that ever a thing? I don't know. Good friggin' – okay. This is making me too angry on a day that I'm relaxing. (laughs)
0: Well, then, let's talk about video games, then, in my random review.
1: Vigigames! I like Vigigames.
0: Well, how far in the Assassin's Creed series have you gotten?
1: Revelations. Okay. The beginning. Okay. So, couple questions for you. Yes. I've heard terrible things about Assassin's Creed 3.
0: There were issues.
1: Do I... Have those issues been patched? Perhaps.
0: I have not seen those issues so far in my playing time of Assassin's Creed 4, which I've okay. been trying to figure out where to put a Pirate's R into that.
1: I'm I'm saying in Assassin's Creed 3, were those patched? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Yar.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, R-Assassin's Creed 4. No, no, are, no, are no. assassins Creed is all f- far. No, it doesn't work. Far,
1: oh, no, um... To play Assassin's Creed 4... Now, Assassin's Creed 4 is no longer the bloodline of Desmond.
0: No, there are events that happen at the end of 3, which um, wrap up the Desmond storyline. So you are technically playing as a nameless drone for Abstergo Entertainment. Abstergo? Abstergo, yes, thank you.
1: In 4 or in 3? In 4. Okay.
0: 3 wraps up... The Desmond line. Okay. So now you're just a nameless guy who's part of the entertainment division.
1: Going through your ancestors' memories?
0: Well, no, it's not your ancestors anymore. They have the ability to put other people. They've got, like, servers Recordings. that store the DNA, and then you are able to jump into the other people's lives. Okay. So the life you are jumping into in this game is Edward Kenway, which is the grandfather of Connor, the uh, protagonist from Assassin's Creed three.
1: Okay, so not is this the grandfather in Desmond's line, or is this someone else?
0: This is a grandfather in Desmond's line. Okay. But you are not Desmond.
1: You're not Desmond, but you're still playing Desmond's ancestors. Yes. Okay.
0: And this one is basically a prequel to the Assassin's Creed 3, because this is before the American Revolution. This is early 1700s, and you're a pirate. Yar! Yar, pirate time. The, uh... Era, well, the area that you are playing in is the pirate haven of around Cuba. So, like up to Nassau, over to Mexican Peninsula, Cuba area. So the yep. Caribbean. It's in the game. It is proven that you were not born into the Assassin's Creed. You literally like stumble into it. Okay. And it makes almost the Assassin Creed part of the game. It almost gives it a backseat to just being a pirate.
1: I mean, if you're making your main character a pirate, Andy, did you expect anything else? You are not they... going to be a pirate assassin. You are a pirate.
0: Who also does assassining on the side.
1: Assassining?
0: I, I don't know how else to...
1: Assassinations?
0: Assassinations on the side, sure. Assassinates
1: yes, would... on the side? Yeah. But you're a pirate.
0: Yes, you are first and foremost a pirate, so you spend a lot of time on a pirate ship, sailing around the Caribbean, pirating.
1: I wonder if Assassin's Creed 5 will make you a ninja.
0: Oh, that would be hilarious. So, um, if you're a fan of pirating, they'll like this. If you're not a fan of pirates...
1: Fan of piracy?
0: Yeah, if you're not a fan of piracy, then you are not going to like this game. Also, if you get motion sick... If you, if you get motion sick, because you spend a majority of the time on your pirate ship, if you're easily motion sick,
1: Don't play this game?
0: Don't play this game.
1: Would I be better off playing, like, Wind Waker?
0: A lot of people have actually compared this to Wind Waker. I have not played Wind Waker, so I cannot tell you.
1: Wind Waker was a good game, but man, there was a lot of water.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of water in this game. Which one of the, I think it's like mission like three or something like that. After you get your ship, they literally make you sail across the map. You start on one side of the map and you literally have to sail all the way to the other side of the map.
1: Tack against the wind. Tack against the wind.
0: The wind actually doesn't take that much. It doesn't affect you as much as it did in the previous Assassin's Creed game.
1: I haven't played the previous Assassin's Creed 3 game.
0: Assassin's Creed 3, it put the sailing in as a little bit of like a side mission. Yeah. But now this one, it's. Full in front and the wind yes the wind affects you but not much like you can sail against the wind and you'll still be going forward
1: i mean you can
0: Andy. i know you can but it's still it's
1: like in real life that's what happens
0: yes but you have to tack and jive to get upwind this well, one you... you can just point your ship directly into a gust that is blowing directly against you and you yeah, will you, still you i believe you can I always thought you had to tack and jive to get upwind. Coming from my brief experience sailing, which was, I think, a handful of hours.
1: Maybe maybe you, you need to, but uh, I was under the impression that it does something like it creates a vacuum behind the sail.
0: So it sucks you forward? Well, that'd be interesting.
1: I could be very wrong. I could be very, very wrong.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to quote you on that one.
1: And but... I'm way too lazy to go and look it up. Yeah, you are. Also really hungry, but food is coming soon.
0: So, um, you're a pirate, spend a lot of time on a ship, and so therefore there are Mm -hmm. pirate shanties, which... Of course. Let me tell you first and foremost, find more than one pirate shanty. Because your pirate crew... Is this
1: like something in the game that you do?
0: Yes, you can actually hunt... There's there's like, uh, Assassin's Creed 3, they had pages of... Some almanac that you had to hunt down. They replaced those pages with pirate shanties. Okay. But then you can also get pirate shanties other ways. So I wasn't doing any of the sides quests, but then one of the things I was doing got me a pirate shanty. And so like every five minutes, my guys would burst into song and I would literally have to tell them to shut up.
1: <laughs> like in the game, you say shut up.
0: Well, not in, you don't say shut up. I think he says like, that's enough. Thank you. Nice. So yeah, yeah. um Get more. If you accidentally get a pirate shanty, find all of them as soon as possible. <clears throat> because as as much as I liked listening to Whiskey John, you every want time something I else. yeah, I want something else. And you you can tell them to shut up, but then as soon as you hop back in the boat again, they'll start, they start singing start again. again. It's just like iTunes. Every time you update, it asks, "Hey, do you not want to hear this again?" And you're like, "Yes," but then you come in again, and it's they start singing just it right again.
1: there. That sucks.
0: so yeah it's 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 a pirate simulator it's you you have to do the assassin's creed stuff you know to advance the game but you can get pretty much into it without actually having to deal with the assassin's creed storyline that's good you can just be a pirate and you can
1: just be a pirate and go around so i i don't actually need to complete assassin's creed 3
0: you're going to get some serious spoilers for the end of assassin's creed 3 pretty early in assassin's creed 4 I assume
1: somewhere along the lines at the end of Assassin's Creed 3, you stop the sun from exploding somehow. Yes. Is there much more that you can spoil than that?
0: Maybe. <laughs> I am treading extremely carefully. Okay. Around I will, the actual I will stop main storyline.
1: I will stop pressing.
0: The secondary storyline is just, oh, it's ridiculous because you're just a pirate. You're a pirate. You're... <laughs> He, he plays. He plays fast and loose with those three Assassin's Creed rules that everybody's like. You must do this, this, and this, and he's like, ah, screw that. Everything <laughs> ah, is permitted.
1: Whatever. I like that rule. Everything yeah. is permitted.
0: Yeah, that's what, he literally says that. He's like, oh, I like this rule. Everything is permitted. Okay, then here we go.
1: Like, but go wait, with... there's other rules. <laughs> nope, nope. Everything's permitted. Moving on.
0: You know, that, that's, there's a section where it's pretty much, he's like, well then, you said everything's permitted.
1: Well, he didn't mean everything.
0: Nope, you said everything. The only caveat that I had outside of the, the stupid pirate shanties yep. is the fact that um, if you need money, like we talked about the Uplay thing, if you, you need some serious cash in this game, Like, some serious levels of cash. You are going to need to be connected to the internet.
1: But they took away the online pass thing. Yes. So you don't need to worry about that.
0: No. But you still need to be connected to the internet. Because Kenway's Fleet, which is the game inside the game, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty simple uh, convoy thing. Like, you remember with uh, Brotherhood where you could send out uh, your assassins to do assassination things in other parts of the world and maps and such? Well, they do that with sending out fleets of ships to do trading across the Atlantic.
1: Ooh. Yes. I kind of like that idea. Trade is fun.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're doing, like, trade routes, and you got to protect your trade routes from other ships and that sort of thing. Um, if you can, if you have a tablet, get the companion app, because that way you can play Kenway's fleet outside of the game, because there are some trade routes that take, like, eight hours to complete. Ooh.
1: That's that's a long trade.
0: Yeah. So, if you have the companion app, you can log in and it'll say, hey, it's just, we finished this one.
1: And like, good. F- now go from, do this one.
0: Yeah, from your tablet, you can do the stuff with the fleet and earn some money and actually, you know, survive rather yep. than getting destroyed quickly.
1: Yeah. It's expensive to maintain a pirate ship.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Yo, yes, it is. Yo, ho, ho, yes, it is. Something along those lines. Okay. So, so- that's.
1: What's your recommendation then, Andy? I mean, wait until it comes down in
0: price, get it now, get it on a new console. Um, From what I've seen, if you have a new console... Get it on the new console. That's just a given. It's It supposedly just looks amazing on the PS4 from what I've seen with the video shots compared to the PS3 or the Xbox 360. Now, saying that, the prices for the Xbox 360 version have already started to drop. Like, you could get it on Black Friday for, I think, $35. It's not bad. At a couple of places. So, yeah, the price is already starting to drop on the last-gen hardware. So, if you like being a pirate... Yar! 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 Then this is for you. If you're not into the pirating nature of things, if you don't like hearing people talk about grog and that sort of thing. Not the game for you. Not the game for you. Okay. So, yeah, that was a random review. Random topic. Uh, someone is quoted as saying, hell is other people. But Streisand saying, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world.
1: I don't know if you're lucky to need people.
0: Well, I'm just saying that's the, the, the lyric of her song is, yeah. people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. With whom do you agree and why? Neither? It, this is not really a black and white question because... Well,
1: it's, it's not mutually exclusive.
0: No, it's not. There are some people, if you're around them, it's hell. That's just a given.
1: Like, they're assholes. Yes. Hi. I'm actually a pretty cool guy to be around, I swear. Um, but needing other people does not necessarily make you lucky having other people that you can need would make you lucky
0: having other people that you can call on right because yes there are there are times where i'm just like i don't want to be around anybody
1: yep but you know that if you had like some catastrophic catastrophic event and everyone else couldn't make it you could come and say like dave i need you to do this and i might make fun of you for it but i'd get out there and help you very true so, I, I disagree with the concept of people who need people are the luckiest people. If you have people you can call on
0: when you need people, you are a lucky person. Yes. But then you also should not have to rely yeah. on people. Needing people... Yes, I will. Sorry, Kate <laughs> had a question. Okay. Um, About people you rely on? Yes. And Kate is reliable. Yes. Um, sorry, that completely destroyed Derailed me. Derailed your, your... Yeah. yeah.
1: Train is gone. Left the station. Andy was sitting on the uh, the gate platform. Platform. Yeah. There you go. Yes,
0: yeah, so you you should need people, but not rely on people. You should be able to do some things yourself, i.e., change a flat tire.
1: Yes, everyone should be able to do that themselves.
0: Because it it would be ridiculous to put something simple like that. Oh crap! Do I have a jack in my car? Do you even have a spare tire in your car? Yes, I do. Oh, really? Yeah, the
1: Prius has a spare.
0: I thought the Prius just had a -a fix-a-flat.
1: Oh, it's got a spare.
0: Oh, well, good. When are you switching over to your winter tires?
1: Uh, three days ago.
0: Oh, good.
1: Yeah, and now that I have a house, I have a garage, I can store the other set of tires. Oh, even better. So I don't have to pay them, like, $80 a year. Well, there you go. Yeah, winter tires. Amazing. What about you? Hmm? When are you putting your winter tires on?
0: I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. There's other things I need to fix with the Jeep first. Okay. And that just took a chortle out of Kate. (laughs) Also, chortle is a funny word. Chortle? Chortle.
1: A short laugh?
0: I think it starts with a C. C C-H-O-R-T-L. Yeah, C-H-O-R-T-L. I I know the word, Andy. Okay. Funny word. Funny,
1: funny funny word. word.
0: So, yes, there are times you need to be alone, but then there's also times where you need to rely on people. Just don't make it a habit. Yeah, I think that's my two cents on that topic. Okay. Anything else? I got nothing. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap, and I guess I will see you on Saturday, if not earlier.
1: Yep. Looking forward to it.
0: All right. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.